Okay, good morning, everybody. Thank you for coming. Hope you have the, the Sefer. Do we need more Sefer? Do we need to order more Sefer? Raise your hand if you don't have a Sefer. Okay, it seems like it more. Okay, so we're going to, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to order more. Not, not right now. I, I could try, and I would probably take a, a long time. If I could have everyone's attention, because I want to I wanna do the sponsorships, and I want to just give cover to um, you know, whoever has sponsored. We're, we're about to finish the month of Shvat, and the whole month of Shvat has been by Mishpacha Jerome, Leilu Nishmat David Aaron's grandmother, Sarah Basichil, the Pollock family in memory of Moshe's grandfathers and Joni's sister Shira, Mishpachat Eagle in honor of the birthdays of the Mishpachat Eagle month of Shvat, anonymous for the Kehila. Also, this morning specifically, the Shir is in memory of Yaakov ben Avram Tzvi. That is, is she here? Is Batya here? Batya is not here. Batya, Rich's, I believe, father. Um, and also, we're learning for the Rafu Shlem of Yaakov Simcham ben Mashavarda, who's going through a very intense surgery. And Leilui Nishmat, Mata Esther's Abba, Nachman ben Mordechai Vesara, who's the Yard Saitis today. Um, there was one more thing. Could I add one? That, Chavi, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Uh, for Chavi's refua. Uh, Chava Miriam Bat Naomi. Chava Miriam Bat Naomi. Chava Miriam, thank you. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. For refua, Nechama Bat Ita. Okay. Okay, we should hear good news on all fronts, Bezat Hashem. And everyone should have a refua shlema. And as Adar couldn't come any faster... It should be a v'na'afochu, and whatever needs to be a v'na'afochu, bezrat Hashem. All right, so please open up on the second parak, daf chaf vav, that you have in front of you. Now, today we have, a, today we have, we're going to see something from, we're going to see two different mikorot today. Two different sources, hopefully we'll get to them. One from the Kuzari, and one from Rav Kook. Now, I want to, uh, I want to bring down a, a, a phrase that's brought down in Masechet Brachot, and that phrase goes as follows, Olamcha tireh b'chayecha. That means, you're going to see your Olam Abba, more or less, already in this world. Olamcha tireh b'chayecha. That means that while you're expired, you're going through this world, so, but we're going we're gonna to hopefully define exactly what this means, but it, it simply means it could be that it could be all good. It could really be all good. We like to talk about how we have to get through the the, the, the not goods, but there are realities that we, that have happened to Am Yisrael in the past, and hopefully Bezat Hashem in the near future, that you'll see your olamcha, your world, what's what's waiting for you, already now, bechayecha, in, in, in your current uh, how do Reb Zalmis call it deployment? That's the word he <laughs> your current deployment. While, 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 while it's happening down here. Now, remember, this parak is basically, this parak and the next parak is to explain to us clearly so that it really gets inside of us when we under, to understand the words what we say, Chadesh Yameinu Kekedem. This parak is to really bring into us the awareness of what it was like, what it was like to live with with a geula consciousness, but for that to be something that wasn't just something that I had to think about all the time, but it's like literally what I saw. It's how I lived. It's what my children saw. It's what my children experienced. And he does such a wonderful job, Rav Sasson. He gives Ibamash. He does an incredible job in this parak, making it very clear to us uh, what what was going on here, specifically in Yerushalayim, what it was like. Like we said last week, we're going to go into the household of a family that was living during the time where the Shechina was Galui, when there was no Astara, when it was just Galui, Galui, Galui. You know, we have so much Akarat Atov when there's like a glimpse of the Shechina not being hidden, right? We have like a tiny bit of, of, of revelation, like, oh my God, Hashem, thank you so much, thank you so much. What about when it was like full on, full on? So what, what did that look like? And remember the phrase, Olamcha tireh b'chayecha. So now he's going to explain to us, Ha'evdel ben agalut la'geula. Let's, let's understand the difference between galut and geula, between exile and redemption. Bizman she'beit ha'mikdash haya kayam, 
הייתה הנשמה מאירה בגוף שלם וחי. In the time of the Beis HaMikdash, the soul was illuminating within our full and, com- full and complete body in the most alive way. We felt alive, fully alive. Am Yisrael yashav al admato, we were dwelling on our land. Umi ka'amcha Yisrael goyachad ba'aretz. Benishmat Yisrael he'ira bo bechol oz. And the soul of Am Yisrael was illuminating with all its might and strength. What does this mean? והיינו שהשכינה הייתה שורה בישראל ומפכה בכל הלבבות. The Shechina was dwelling in Am Yisrael and it was basically like, like how do you say מפכה? You know, what's the right word? Huh? More, more or less, residing, flowing, it was on in everyone's heart. The Shechina basically was the... was the thing that was pressing the buttons on our heart, turning on the on button, and it wasn't an off button, it was on. Okay? <laughs> When that happens, uh, prophecy is just like floating everywhere, you know? Mamash, all over the place, there's prophecy floating everywhere. Online streaming. Uh, online streaming, yeah. <laughs> and we were, we were attached to such high levels, such exalted levels, להרגיש את הוויית חייהם האחת. What does that mean we reached high levels? That we felt the experience of being alive. And we're going to keep on coming back to this. The Shechina out there means I felt alive. כגוי שלם, as a complete people, שמהות חייו היא בחינת רעייתו של הקדוש ברוך הוא, the essence of our lives. was being Hashem Yisbarach's Ra'aya, um, partner. Achat hi Yonati Tamati. Zehu teora shel Knesset Yisrael b'shir ha-shirim, shenikhtav b'yot ha-shchina b'shlemuta b'binyan Shlomo HaMelech. Now this is very beautiful. When was Shir ha-shirim written? So we once learned from Rav, Rav uh, Kluger explained that when, when Shlomo HaMelech got up to give his uh, inaugural speech of like the dedication of the Beis HaMikdash, So it was just a, basically a complete flow of, of stream of Ruach HaKodesh, and Shir Hashirim just came out of his mouth when he got up to speak at the opening of the Beis HaMikdash. So when you look at, when, when you look at like what Shir Hashirim is describing, Shir Hashirim is describing the state of Am Yisrael in a geula state of mind and heart. And therefore all the, the phraseology of, of Shir Hashirim is so not concealed, it's so revealed, everything's so open, the love is just so, you know, that's why, like, it, it, it's, it's even hard sometimes to even read it, but, like, and Chazal had a, didn't know what to do with it, because it was, it was so revealed, there was nothing hidden. The expression of love and, 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 and being aware of the, of the schut, of the relationship, was so present. That was Shira Shirim, written when the Shlomo HaMelech, finished building the base of Mikdash, and we went into the base of Mikdash, okay? Be'osher chayei ha-kodesh al mikdash v'anevua, in such a rich state of holy life, with the temple and prophecy, hirgish kol yachid mi-Yisrael et mashma'ut chayav begadlut atzuma. Each person, there weren't any people going for, you know, there, there weren't therapists, basically. People weren't going for, for do you understand what I'm saying? People weren't going for weekends of checking in to see how they could discover the inner, the inner them, the real them. Was, everyone was in tune with the real inner them. It was floating, it was everywhere. Kechelek mitoch avukat kodesh ha-meira tevel And each person saw their own life as part of a pillar of, of holy fire that was shining the whole universe. It wasn't just like, oh, we have it so good, the rest of the world is suffering. That's not a Jewish concept either. You know, the Jewish concept of redemption is that everyone wins. <laughs> you know, everyone wins. To the extent how much they feel it is a little bit different maybe by other nations, but is that the sense of Am Yisrael felt while the Beis HaMikdash was around was such a strong sense of being alive, but also being part of, like, basically, I'm part of this torch. <laughs> of this pillar of fire, of this torch, that the whole universe is receiving its sustenance and its life from. Amazing thing. Ha-Shabbat, 
we're in the third line, second paragraph, HaShabbat, HaTfilin, HaTzitzit, Talmud Torah, Esek HaMitzvot, Kmo Gam HaMelacha UBinyan HaAretz, all these things, whether it's like, you know, practical mitzvot, like Shabbos and Tfilin and Tzitzis and for men and Talmud Torah, just doing mitzvot, together with the Melacha of building the land, Hayu Yachdav Lenimim Vegidim Beilan Rav Sarigim Urechav Yadaim, as much as we like to talk about, we're all part of one mishpacha and everything, everyone felt that they were all working on the same tree. They're all from the same tree. Each, maybe some people are in the roots, people are the branches, some people are the leaves, but everyone knew that what they were doing was all connected to one body. Can you imagine that? That everyone felt that they were working on the same body of Kedusha. The, called the body of Am Yisrael. Everyone felt that. Everyone felt that. Imam, he'iru bechol oz kol matmone ha-Torah starea verazea b'yichudei kodesh. I'm just going to finish till the end of the year. Bechokhmat ha-nevua ve-hora'ata ve'ayu Yisrael lomdim et sod nishmatam ad la-hasagat nevua Together with everything we described, it was the secrets of the Torah that were shining bright before anyone that opened the Sefer, before anyone that went to go hear Dvar Hashem from someone. Shining bright. Now what happens when I learn the secrets of the Torah? So he says, I learned the secret of my neshama. You know, we always say 613 letters in the Torah, connected to 600,000 uh, 600, 600, root souls that are in Am Yisrael. Can you imagine going to hear Dvar Hashem and not having to like work really hard on understanding how this relates to you? But it's just like clearly relates to you? Is this clearly your story? There's no Shailot. It's just like clearly this is the, my, the secret of my soul is being revealed to me. That's what it was like back then. Until everyone reached the level of Nevuah and he says here, Kiflaim Kiyotze Mitzrayim. That's the Gemara and Megillah says that I looked into this yesterday. The Gemara and Megillah says over there that, you know, we were, we were pretty much, we were pretty big prophets as we were leaving Mitzrayim, but that's nothing compared to the state that we were in during this time of like Bait Vishon. Not even close. Nothing close to it. Not even at the foot of Mount Sinai? He says, Kiflaim Mitzrayim. are the ones that are at the foot of Sinai. Because they couldn't contain the revelation there. Here, that revelation seems to be something that was contained and manifest, and I knew how to work with it. Yeah? So, like, just for example, I was learning the Fuzuri's father, I his name, on Shabbos. And that's, like, so, I mean, obviously with my husband, with my Um <laughs> That's so high level. And I'm like, what? He's talking about all the worlds and all the worlds that are on the Shama. And so it's something like that, like, that's understanding the Shama. Like, that is learning that, knowing that, that is what they felt, that is what they knew. And the fact that we're trying to learn those secrets is, is part and parcel of this? I'm not going there yet. I'm not, I'm not even, we're, he's not explaining anything about right now, but today we're just going back backwards or, or forwards. It depends how. We'll see. But I don't want to yet compare it to our experience right now because we'll just get depressed. <laughs> All the power to you, all the all the power to you. But we we, won't, we we haven't even gotten to the beginning of how he describes what was going on. It's just, this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. So hold on with him. What was this reality like? Look how he continues. And this powerful reality of living in a state where the shechina was revealed. I love this. There was no need to speak about the purpose of doing mitzvahs and the reward you get for keeping them. Why? You have to explain to parents of a newborn what a gift it is to have a baby. There's sometimes the shchin, when it's so revealed, what are you talking about? Don't, t- don't even tell me about the reward of these things. It, it, it comes in the way even. It's like it gets in the way. Don't even talk to me about this stuff. 
I'm, exp- I'm living it. What, what, what could you tell me that's going to take me? What are you going to tell me? Ki hayu Yisrael ro'im olamam b'chayehem. That's the phrase we said before. Am Yisrael saw their life, their world, in their life. Okay, this is the state we were in. Ro'im olamam b'chayehem. They saw their world, the world to come, or whatever, whatever you want to put into that definition, b'chayehem, in their life, in the moment. Beziva Kodesh Asher Bebeit Hashem, with the ray of holiness which is in the which is in the house of Hashem, shehit pashet lechol merchavei aretz, and it spread over the whole land. Verum govho hitgala baaliyat ha'am kulo laregel, and the height, like the highest moment when this was felt and where it peaked, was three times a year when all of the am came. Came. You know, just just to explain to you the reality of what it was like. You know there's a place called Moza, right? So where's Moza? It's like... Right, so when if you're coming up to Yerushalayim, so Moza is going to be on your right side. Moza is a place from back in the day. Now Moza, the Gemara says, was a place where any all, any of the Ole Regalim would, would lose anything on the way. Moza found, right? It was lost and found headquarters, right? But I, but I, but I, you better go there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I learned, I learned even a deeper thing is that the, that, that there were people that experienced such a high that they felt that they lost it by the time they were leaving Yerushalayim. And there were Chachamim and holy people sitting there showing them how it's still found in you, Moza. You know, this is what, this is what the, this is what it was like. This is what it was like. In the fourth line in the second paragraph, there's no need to explain the nutritious value of sweet fruit in order to convince someone to eat from them, because when you, you taste it, you want it. The sweet fruit of holy service of God it wasn't something that a person's like, I'm going to sweat blood and tears, right? Because what's waiting for me one day. It was like, what are you kidding me? What could you give me now, right? That could be compar- uh, comparable to this experience that I'm experiencing right now. What, what, could, you, what could you give me? What, what, would you, what would you compare it to? Nothing. It was so so it was so apparent and so inherent in the way that I experienced life. I didn't have to need. I didn't need seminars. I, I didn't need these things. It was just so galui. It was so revealed. That that one's fine. That that one's okay. Here it, it just goes right. Uh, it's a little bit difficult. Okay, but go for it. Go for it a little bit. There. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. I'm sorry? I don't know. Good question. I don't know. I don't know. What's that? No, that, not that they lost. Ah. Everyone's going to stay in the... Ah, come on. 20 minutes on a Sunday. I just want to stay in the light. <laughs> God, I just wanted, we didn't lose it. <laughs> Look what you're holding. We didn't lose it. I just want to stay in the light. We're staying in the light this morning. As far as I know, we're staying in the light this morning. Next week, ask me how we lost it, okay? Lefichach. Look at this. Look what he says here. This explains something very deep about, about Nach, about learning, learning Nevim. It says, therefore, Lefichach lo timtza besifriya nevuah dibur ve'esek b'chaya olam that's why you look through, go through Nevi'im. They don't talk about the next world. Why? <laughs> they don't look, they don't speak about this world as a means to the purpose. Because all of that was happening, you know, lot, they, it was it, the, the, it, again, speaking about it was, was even cheapening from it. It, it, was, it sounded completely ridiculous to even speak about. So what's the, pur- what's the purpose of life? What's the purpose of 
זה לא היה חלק מהשיחה, it wasn't part of the דיבור. כי כאשר זיו העולם הבא מאיר בעולם הזה, when the ray of light of the next world shines in this world, בהשראת שכינה עליונה בבית השם, with the, with the hovering of the שכינה in the house of השם, ובמראות נבואה, and also through prophecy, לכמות עצומה של נביאים, כפליים כיוצא מצרים, to an incredibly large amount of prophets and prophetesses, double the amount of the ones that stood at Har Sinai, לא היו צריכים כלל לדבר על שכר המצוות ומשמעות בקיומן. There was no need to speak about the reward of mitzvahs and the meaning of keeping them. התכלית והשכר היו מאירים בגילוי רב ובבהילות. The purpose and the reward were shining with a, in a tremendously revealed and clear manner. So now, he gonna, now he's going to bring us to the Kuzari to even explain this clearer to us. על מציאות נפלאה זו נאמר עולמך תראה בחייך, וכך מתאר רבי יהודה הלוי את חיי החסיד עובד השם בזמן שהיה בית המקדש קיים. Look at the Kuzari. Look how Rabbi Yehuda Levi explained. This is unbelievable. Here I told you what the Chassid in our generation. I explained to you the actions of a Chassid in our generation. And from there, you will learn what it was like to be back, back then. And in the place of the Lord, in that godly space, and in the midst of the people, and amongst those types of people, כולם בני אברהם, יצחק ויעקב, אנשי סגולה, שהצניעות טבע להם, so deep, that living in a צניעסדיק manner was everyone's nature. It was, not, it was organic. It was just the way they were. צניעות טבע להם. אנשים ונשים שאין עוולה בלשונם, men and women, that there's no avla, how do you say avla? Like a, what's that? Avla is like a, in their, in their, in their, their speech was so pure and refined. Bekerev kahal kazeh hachasid mizdakech. In the presence of such a group of people, the chasid, meaning the, 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 the typical yid, mizdakech, will become more and more refined. Venafsho lo tizdahem bedivrein nevela, his soul doesn't get contaminated by hearing disgusting words from someone else. <coughs> Why not? Why doesn't his soul get contaminated by hearing disgusting words from someone else? Because he doesn't hear them. No one. He's saying there, there was no reality. It didn't exist. That's the point. All these things that in previous generations, like Tzarat, which was a result of Lashon Hara, things that would get stuck to your clothes, to your, sometimes your body, the walls of the house. Why? These people took upon themselves a life of holiness and purity as a cloud, as a whole people. I, I know what you're th- I know what some of you are thinking like he's he's just generalizing it's, it was never that beautiful mm. and and that, that's something that it's just not true it, it really was it really was because Hashem Shekhinah was we, we don't we can't imagine it to be like that but it really really was it really was that beautiful Shehashim couldn't have been couldn't have been said couldn't have been revealed unless it really was that beautiful now again you're going to ask me so how did it when did we lose it how did we get Chaku ועל אחת וכמה וכמה, מי שדר בעיר השכינה, and all the more so anyone that, that resided in the city where the holiness dwelled, which is Yerushalayim, ונמצא תמיד בחברת סיעות בני אדם, שהדרגותן היא לפי מידות הקדושה, and you keep on finding yourself amongst groups of people that are basically, it all goes in accordance to their levels of קדושה. What does that mean? כהנים, לוויים, נזילים וחברים, נביאים וחכמים, שופטים ושוטרים. ואף מאנשי העם לא יפגוש, כי אם המון חוגג בכל רינה ותודה בשלוש רגלים בשנה. And when he does meet the rest of the people, he meets them 
Ansukis, Pesach, and Shavuos, Lo Yishma ki imshir Hashem. All he hears when he meets the people is the song of God. And when he looks at people, he just sees people that are busy with the melacha, with the service of Hashem. He says, who you meet? Tell you, tell I feel when I walk in here. Imagine you're a kohen, you're a levi, and you're eating the bread of God. And like from the time, and, and basically this is your, this is your, <laughs> your home, this is what you know, you know, this is all you know. How long was the first base of English around for? Right? So a person that's basically, you know, I don't, I don't know what lifespan was back then, but it wasn't the three and four hundred years. So imagine that's all you knew. How long are we in Eretz Yisrael with the current state? Seventy-five years? Shalach Shav. You know, this was, this was 400 years of this, of more or less, this kind of reality. You don't have to ask to uh, sustenance because it's all just there. And what are you going to tell a person like this that they need to focus on? that they need to do, that they should pay attention to. Their existence is exactly, it's exactly that. So now go down to the footnote, and Rav, Rav Kook is going to explain this as well. Okay. So Rav Kook describes this. <coughs> so Rav Kook is saying like this, now we're back in Eretz Yisrael, we're starting to keep the mitzvot atluyot ba'aretz. But you all know that there's a plenty of mitzvot atluyot ba'aretz that we can't keep fully until the Beis HaMikdash stands and the Kohanim and Levim are in their place. So he's saying, look, we don't have everything we need in order to do these mitzvot properly. Lo kohen ba'avodato velo levi beduchano. I don't have the Kohen doing his avoda. I don't have the Levi, the Levi singing his nigun. I, I, I may not have that. But if Cook says like this, the vision is, is finding itself in front of our eyes. Just the vision of it. Like the of the Torah portion? Like there was a... I, heard, I read just that they... That actually it's in Israel that all the mitzvot can only be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's lefonecha. And then the first... Yeah, fair. yeah. Only here. Nachon. Vehineno mitmalim ruach shira romema beteufat nesharim. Rav Kook, leave it to him. And we are filled with a song of... with a high and elated song like like the eagle's uh, 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 aviation. Yeah. <laughs> And this light is waiting for us in our people, in our days, on this land. The temple stands with all its glory for all nations of the world and all kingdoms. We come with, with so much, uh, such a sense of real freedom, but also pure bitachon, that we're coming to the goren vehayekev, hameleim bar veyayin. We're coming to the vineyard that's filled filled with the wine. Our heart is so happy and rejoiced about all the good of this, of this, of this land. And he's going back to the vision. A Kohen pops up. And what does he look like? You see the Kohen, you're like, their heart is filled with love and kindness. Like, you're shaliach, right? The, what's the coin? He's your shaliach, right? 
He takes your korban. He's your shaliach for your avodah. And, and, and you had a sense of this person is, 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 is the dream. He's everything I ever dreamed to be my representative. This, you know, like, imagine if you, we felt like that about our leaders. This is exactly what we could have ever hoped for. Like that's what a person felt when they came with their bikurim or whatever. They'd come to the korban. My God, this is like, a, a, the most ideal personality I'd ever want to represent my name before God. That's how we feel. Uh, I wish. Well, we, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, here you are, Colleen. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, we feel like that. You know, you know how much I pay here before she ran? <laughs> tell them, tell them how much I pay you. Reveal it. More hearing. <laughs> The Ruach HaKodesh is poured all over their face. And, and then we, we remember like, just the reality of when, when it was happening. So I remember when I came up to do Aliyah Laregel, that's who was waiting for me. And that gave me the batteries. That gave me everything I needed to, to stay in that state that the Kuzari was explaining before. As they're about to serve. Ah, how wondrous and pleasant this is for us. So basically, this is, this, Rav Kook continues here, very similar to the way that the Kuzari explained it, but just in a, you know, to drive this point home, like this actually really happened. These are not exaggerated reports of the scene. This is like literally what it was like. Now this is very important for us to understand what we... Uh, I would say what we, what we tend to compromise on when we, when we say the word geula. I mean, that's a good way to, it's a good to kind of go into it. Like, when we say the word geula... It's like we've already, because galut is so ingrained in us, so we, we've, we, we can read this stuff and be like, whatever. That, I mean, that was amazing, that was then, but you know, now we have to learn with, like the, the, the picture of Gula is different. It's with all these you know, mothers sitting shiva over their, over, their, over their sons. You know, like mixed in the picture. It's like, before you jump to the compromise, first be clear. First, be clear what it is you're saying isn't happening, is, you know, is and isn't. And that's why he's saying, like, it's very important for us to, get, to understand the difference between galut and geulah. Like, now, the only question I, I always have when I read these kind of things is, so how come Mashiach didn't come? Now, that, that's my, my mind always goes there naturally. I think about that all the time. <coughs> Um, and what we're gonna we're gonna answer that question together throughout learning the sefer. Actually, like, that's a very beautiful. It's a pain. It's a heartbreaking question, but it's a very important question as well. Okay, so that that was basically the, the Rav Cook and the Kuzari explaining to us, like what what was going on. So look at the next page. I know we're doing a lot of chomer today, but we can handle it. This is what we had. Remember, we were living it. Living it up, Osher Chayenu, the good old days, the rich days of my life, right? Osher Chayenu, when I was mamish living it. Begadlut Amuchin, with an expansive mindset. Ubaashbat Hakodesh Sheirabanu, and with the, with the, with this, with, the, with this abundance of, of holiness that was literally shining in us. Vehine Begadlut, Olam Choshech Baadenu. There's a, the dark world, Nistalka Shechina, the Shechina's gone, Nignza Neshama, the soul goes into a hiding place. You understand? Shechina goes away. What has to find cover? The soul. The soul Nignaz, Ve'aguf Notay Levado, and the body is all alone. Shochen Ba'afar, Shever Achar Shever, Nifrad Aguf Lirisisim, Ve'notarno Avak Dak. The body is left alone. Shochen ba'afar, it's it's you know dwelling in the in the, in the dust, Bro- break after break, the body separates itself piece by piece, and all we're left is just avak dak, right, like a, just uh, dust. 
פזורים בארצות תבל, were spread throughout the whole universe, ללא שכינה, ללא התגלות השם, without the revelation of השם, ללא תפארת וכבוד מלוכה, without that glory, without that royal glory that made us who we were, ללא מקדש וללא נבואה. I didn't think we'd get here this fast, but we, we're already here this morning. Without the Beis HaMidlash, without prophecy. That's a pretty harsh, harsh descent, no? Am Yisrael nafal nefila gedola me'od. Understand what galut meant. Am Yisrael, we were mamish living it. Now don't get into the questions of how yet, okay? But this, but this is what happened. We were here, and not only was it like down, it was basically hefker to the world. Right? We became hefker to the whole world. Am Yisrael nafal nefila gedola me'od. Zohi kol ha'galut aruka sheze ata shavnu mimena. So he says, this long period of galut where we were like this, this is what we've just come back from. Meaning, as we're coming back home to Eretz Yisrael, this is basically what we were, what, what we're hopefully have left or are leaving. This state of what he just said right now. I didn't get too much into detail because it's, it's, I was feeling really happy and, and optimistic. And, you know, this, I still am, but you know what I mean. Like, he basically gave a clear description of death. Okay? The galut is death. Pashut me'od. It's just death. Right? Nearly dis- what does it mean that the soul is disconnected from the body? That's a state of physical death. That's what, he, that's what he described. The place we went to after this place where we were fully alive, galut is dead. When we went out to Galut, we lost a tremendous fortune of holiness. We had such an arsenal of spiritual levels. Wonders came down. Yeridatenu Bagalut Haita Yeridan Norait. Verovamon Birkata Shem Bashefa Ruchaniu Borota Kodesh Nignezu Veneelmu Meenko. All that I felt the bracha from Hashem, the spiritual nourishment, and with lights of holiness that was basically the way I lived for so many years, are concealed from everyone. Husteru Bechevion Uzo Yidbarach, they were hidden by this, by the, the strength of the Almighty in Hashem's hiding place, we were left with basically barely anything from what made us tick when the Beis HaMikdash was around. We were left with barely, basically nothing. You cannot compare at all anything the state of the people that dwelled like B'nai Melachim and B'nai Nevi'im to the state of people that even if they try to hold on to some good things, he says over here, are basically like walking pieces of flesh. That's what, that's what, that's what we're like in Galut for all these years. You can't compare people that lived with the Shechina revealing it to herself and the Shechina concealing herself. It's two different types of people. So here's, by the way, the Sela of the Machloket here is, is the Shechina back, right? Is the Shechina back in, in its full force now? So we, we would love to say yes, right? But, we, but it's not. Huh? No, we would love to say that it is, meaning as a, as a tefillah, like it, like, like it should be. We would love for it to be, Nachon. Right, but even but again, but even that, 
even then the extent that you access it, right, is, is minute compared to... But what we're saying is like this. I think what he's saying over here is like this. But every time you, you say what you just said, Jenny, compare that to people that never had to, like, access it. Right. And then, and then you realize, oh, right, galut and geula. Then, then you realize again, like, what I'm dealing with. See, that, that's the point of this parak is to drive home, like, the comparison between exactly what we just said right now about, like, working so hard to feel something and be reminded of a purpose and reward to a state where you never have to be reminded that because you are living it, not because you know it, because you live it, Right. Chas <laughs> v'shalom. We're just trying to understand what it is that we're, what it means that we're people that believe that we're living in the time of geulah or that we're heading towards geulah. It'd be horrible if the answer to what you said was no, no, absolutely no. We're just reading about what was and now deal with well, you know. We can access it at times. We know what it really looked like, but this is where we're at, and this is what we can do. We can have the knowledge of the ultimate, but. Still got to go. It's got to go more in the heart. You're still talking about knowledge of what was, and we're trying to get that into the heart of saying feeling. That's what does that mean? And moments you can access that feeling. I, I, I believe in that, but. Well, no, I know, but we're Jenny. We're just trying to go for much more than moments of accessing that feeling. Oh, that's possible. That's, possible. that's my question. <laughs> Yeah. Let me add to that question. I'm just wanna, I just want to finish the one, it's one more line in the paragraph. This is the, this is the pasuk from the Tochecha, from the uh, rebuke that we get in, from the Klelas that we get in Parashat Kitavo. When you're wondering, like, wow, what's, how did this happen? How did I, you know, when you read those pasukim there, it's like awful, the, the curse of this. So he's saying, the pasuk says, oh, how did these raot, uh, you know, how did, how did this bad, Bad, bad state of mind and being find me. Well, it's simple. Because I don't have this concept of godliness in my midst, so therefore there's vacancy now for all these raot to find me. So when we basically were in the state of Yerushalayim, based on English, the, the Shlomo Amelech, raot couldn't find me. You know why? Because elokai bekirbi, like that sense of Hashem is in me in my midst wasn't something I had to work on to realize that's who I am. Bad, ra. Ra, raot. There was no, there was no empty space for anything else to go inside. Yeah, yeah. When you have that great feeling, let's say you have it at the Koto, just for example. Wow, and you feel like physically expanded with the in you. I personally... I'd love to hold on to that forever, but I know I can't. So is, are, we, are we going to do like therapy with us to teach us how to hold it in for longer and longer and then actually maybe... I, I'm not, I'm learning us. with you, Asafra. I'm not doing but anything. You know what I'm saying. In other words, we've all had it, I'm sure. That, that Pesach of, of the, when you were doing the schmoozing on Thursday nights on the Zoom. Pesach? The first Pesach of Corona. The first Pesach of Corona, pre-Pesach. Uh-huh. And people uh, were walking away from that, not able to breathe, because none of me and my friends could breathe after you spoke. And then we all thought Mashiach was coming, because you said Mashiach was coming, mm-hmm. and I personally couldn't breathe. And we're sitting at, we had like the best Seder in the world, my husband and I alone, with a million sperm on the table, and Mashiach didn't come. Mm-hmm. And I lost it. Not lost it, lost it. Right, right. I, I became smaller again. Right. So... But you have to have yes. the Shema. You have to remember. Yes. Remember. The question, though, can we learn to be larger? Because this is going to happen. I hope it happens right this second. Right. Whether I'm ready or not. In other words, Hashem shouldn't wait for me to be ready. You know what I'm right. saying? But is there a way for all of us as a unit, because we are a unit, we're mm-hmm. a team can we expand ourselves to, to bring this in more? To be ready? More? I think, I think you, that you already have. I think you have. If, you're st- if you've been in a relationship with Hashem since the time that you're speaking of, and you, and you still feel closeness, right? And you're smiling. 
and you're keeping, you know, you're doing the best you can, it, it has to be that there's been an expansion. But, but, when you compare that size of expansion to the day in a life of little Shmiel walking around the base of Mikdash, it's a joke. Sorry. Bermet, I feel bad for you and for me. It's a joke, right? It's a bad joke, yeah. yeah. He, 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 yeah, but I, I just said, listen, you're, we're jumping. This has not taught us anything yet, other than giving us an, a really powerful description. It, nothing happened yet. He didn't even so say that. He didn't. He, he has. <laughs> you see, you know, you see what galut is. No, no, you see what galut is. This is Galut. This is Galut. You know what Galut is? Galut is, I need now for this to make sense in my mind. As opposed to, where, where, do, where do I feel in my body the description of what he just said right now? Even what I said right now sounds like Chinese to many of you, right? Meaning, Galut is, Galut is, this doesn't, wait a second, what's the purpose of why I just read these lines? Wait a second. Shniachat. That's the galut mentality. The geula mentality was never, how does this make sense? Is Where am I feeling it? I, I learned this when, when, when Tiferet was born. We had a visit from our dear friends Miriam Futterman and her husband Nachman, Oliver Shalom. And when Miriam, she taught me something so profound the moment that she came to meet Tiferet. And I'll never forget it. I remember exactly where she was sitting on the couch. And so she... She, everyone always comes and says, I want to see, oh, she looks like you, she looks like him, that's already right away, right? Oh, she looks like, right? And she didn't look, she didn't even, she didn't even look at her. I pr- she didn't even look at her. She held her. She said, I just want to feel this right now. And she held, and she just held her before even looking at her, and she felt her. She felt Tiferet's presence. Well, she's a very developed person. She's a very consciously, very developed, those of you that know her, a very, you know, Conscious, consciously aware person that that's how they live. So the state of Geula in the time of Samikdash was I wasn't asking myself what am I supposed to do with this high moment. I was so alive that those questions didn't enter at all the area. Yeah. No. We're talking about now. That's, right? It, it has to be a conversation. Because if you leave that conversation, I, I don't know. I guess. Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense. We're, it makes sense. We're, we're, we're skipping way ahead again. We're skipping way ahead again. Uh, I'll, I, will, I will say one line. Well, I'm with this. I will say one line um, that the way Reb Shlomo explained what you just said right now. He said, um, the Beis Amigdash stopped breaking our hearts. And when it stopped breaking our heart, there was no need for it anymore. Meaning, what does it mean to break your heart? Yeah. It's, at a certain point, it stopped doing that. So the only way that I could... There was no need. It was like, you could have a based on English or not. It didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything. Having the Shekhinah in your midst didn't mean anything. So this opens the door to a lot of deeper understandings of how we prepare ourselves for the Geula Shlima V'Amitit. And, uh, but it's all hard stuff. This is all like, you know, this is all hard stuff. And that's why, like, we have to have, we have to have a lot. I know it's, it's stuff you want, you want to because we want to understand it. And the Chule, but let's just hang on to really, really going through this, like, the, 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 the dance of Am Yisrael, but really, really get into, like, the kishkas of what they, what, what, what they were dealing with. And also what, like, that first generation of Galut was like, like, right after, right? Because that's, that's, that's a very important one for us to understand what happened to us. And to just be aware, when you look in the mirror, there's only about, like, one millionth of who you are that's shining in front of you on a good day. 
And to realize, like, when you're asking for Hashem for Geula, what you're really asking, forget about the rest of the world. You're asking for, can this, this godly being in this world come out more? <laughs> can, it, can it shine more? Can it be more itself in a revealed manner? And therefore, the avoda becomes so internal. It becomes such, a, such an amazing process, mind, body, soul, all these things. It becomes such a living thing inside of us. It just changes the framework of how we usually relate to the concept of galut and geula. And I think that we're on the road to like really, this, this is very important work, but we're on the road to not just, not just discovering like who we could be, but discovering like what we were, what we lost, what we're gaining, what we're getting back. It's tying us so deep. We want to be part of Am Yisrael. You know, we want to be part of Netzach Yisrael. We want to feel part of this thing called Am Yisrael. This, is, this, this way that he's taking us on is really going to get it to us, but we have to be vulnerable. <laughs> it's got to hurt. It's also going to make us happy. It's, we have to stick with the questions. You know, we have to hang on to them and realize what was, what is, and Bezrat Hashem, what will be, with the, hum- with the humility of like, I may not know what will be, but I have to get a sense of what was. Like the famous saying, I know what roads to not walk on, because I, you know, I took them, you know, like said there, like even living with the Beis Amidash, they used to so I know the reality of living with the Beis Amidash, as high as this was, eventually left. So what in the world happened that that state of being ceased to exist? What was that? Which also gets me so excited because if we believe in Munashlema, third time's a charm, literally. That means the state of the Shekhinah being, being a live, living, my, my pulse will be, you can't even compare the Tkufav by Rishon to what's going to be. That gets me really, really, really excited. And makes me feel very, 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 very happy in my lot of that this is my lot in, 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 in my life. Okay, we'll continue this Bezut Hashem next Sunday.